0: hey guys welcome back to the into athletics podcast this is your host adrian ringale and i have a really special guest with me today um, i have skylar hayes with me um, skylar hayes is a Roanoke college senior um, she is the new hire here at into athletics as the, um, assistance performance coach here. Um, uh, so I'm really glad to have her on right now. Uh, how you doing Skylar?
1: Doing well. How are you doing Adrian? I'm
0: doing good. So <laughs> for all those who don't know Skylar or do know Skylar, she's nervous as hell right now about right. recording this. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> I really I, so, <laughs> so I am calling her out on that right now. And I told her that I would, um, so yeah, so like I said, in the previous episodes, um, I told the audience that I was in the process of getting, you know, doing interviews, uh, uh, posting a job here at Into Athletics, and it's been actually a a rigorous sort of uh, process, a little tougher than what I thought. And um, so, the athletes that have been in here, the parents have met Skyler, it's been going really well so far. And um, I know this is only like our second week officially, you know, training the athletes, implementing some programs. Um, it, it's been awesome to have her on board and I really want to give a shout out to my athletes and my parents really fast, um, kind of welcoming her in, into athletics when they, when they introduce themselves. So it's really cool to, to see that. Um, so how, how are you liking it so far, Scholar?
1: I'm really enjoying it. Um, at first it was definitely a rough, tough transition. No, I don't want to say that.
0: That's all right. Go ahead. Rough, tough transition. How, <laughs> what do you mean by that?
1: So, um, it's just something that I'd never done before. Um, I've always pictured myself working with older adults or even geriatrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, obviously I grew up playing sports and was surrounded myself with in that kind of environment. So I thought this would be just kind of an easy transition. Um, but coming into it, there's just so much to learn. Um, right. there's so much knowledge behind it. So it was pretty intimidating at first, I, I guess you could say, Most definitely. um, and but as you know, into the second week, I feel like I'm kind of picking up on the trends that you have going on here.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it's been it's been a good adjustment.
0: Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun ride and it's going to take some time, obviously, to learn. Um, adjusting programs and doing certain things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, but m- my goal as a coach, and I think you know, your goal as a coach too, is gonna is about teaching. So we're gonna mm-hmm. have to teach, and whether that may be me teach you, um, you teach me, w- whatever. So, um, for those who uh, she's a, you're a Salem, Virginia native, right? Yes. Uh, you went to mm-hmm. high school at Salem High. Yep. Um, and then you went to college. Give us some more information about that. You went to college where?
1: So um, my senior year of high school, I committed to play Division One soccer at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee, nice. um, which I was really excited about. Um, so I went there, played there for a season. I enjoyed the team. I enjoyed the school. Wasn't super crazy about leadership there. Um, I made the decision to come back to Roanoke College to play soccer I played there up until my junior year of college. Mm-hmm. Um And it just wasn't what was making me happy anymore. Um, There were a lot of factors that played into it, um, but it was something that I felt like I needed to cut out of my life in order to either improve my mental health or um, lead me into a different direction. So I I chose to do that my junior year. Um, And after that, I felt like fitness and exercise and health was more for me, um, which really just spiked my my interest. And um, I just kind of grew um, my intensity with my fitness, um, after that phase. So, um, although it was definitely hard cutting soccer out of my life, it's, it's been life changing for me from there. So
0: in a positive way, definitely. You got any negative effects from that? Like what?
1: Um, I think the biggest thing I've taken away from it is just leadership can affect everything. And I think I've learned what kind of coach I want to be from the experiences that I've been through. And just how your words, your actions, and um, ultimately just like h- even how you look at someone can affect how they play a sport. Yeah. Um,
0: I think we that plays a huge psychological yeah. role. Um, mm-hmm. And I think with anybody, and, and I don't, I think it plays it for one for youth kids. So the youth kids that come in here, that plays a huge role psychologically for them so how we approach them how we look at them how we talk to them um, everything yes athletes that are listening I am kind of tough on you sometimes but uh, um, at the end of the day you know I'm I'm truly care about you and I'm I'm passionate about what I do and I show a lot of compassion to each individual in here Um, and we had Dr. Turk on here the um, sports psychologist from Richmond she came and she talked about that and Mm -hmm. um, she talked about you Know a little bit about the psychosocial roles that you know, um, you know, college plays and, and like coaching mm. and things like that. And, um, it, and it's crazy to see that you come in and you, you, you know, played college all your life and you played collegiate soccer, and it's like uh, what you love to do is not necessarily w- what you want to do anymore, right. Um, and you can, I think you're going to encounter that a lot in here um because i do have athletes in here that love the game but at the same time they're being i wouldn't say forced by coaches or parents or anything but um i will say the love for the game has kind of faded Mm -hmm. um but i want them to find another outlet besides either soccer or football or something like that to come in here and if they enjoy lifting let's continue to lift you know so um it's pretty cool to hear that though so um it's always a means to an end, right? So, I mean, you know, collegiate level of sports means to an end. I've said that before. I've talked about it with Dr. Turk, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm talking to you now. Um, you know, so it's like, but you found happiness after that. So it's kind of one of those things, which is pretty cool, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, so what made you, one of my clients actually, um, kind of introduced us, I guess, or you kind of got, Mm -hmm. um, my information from them and then you contacted me in an email right like in the perfect time it's funny Mm -hmm. because I was in that hiring process so um obviously you're a great candidate I wouldn't have hired you on if you're not so um what kind of I know you said something about like geriatric population working with them and stuff like that have you ever worked with a lot of like youth athletes because I know you run like some Um, like youth programs as far as like in your church and things like that, right?
1: Yes. So I've been a travel soccer coach since my freshman year of college. Um, And I coach anywhere from U11 to U16 girls um, with the Salem Sabres Soccer Club. And so I've been working with youth girls um, for a good amount of time now. And then I also do um, a couple times a week work with my church and lead um, youth on Wednesday nights, Sunday mornings, Sunday nights. So that's been really cool to kind of lead in different ways, um, not only in sports but also through the community. So yeah. Um, as far as geriatrics, um, this summer I worked at Camp Easter Seals. Um, so that was more. Um, I'm kind of into the OT area as well. So that was just kind of taking them through their everyday routines and. Um, helping adults and geriatrics with disabilities um, have that camp experience that they wouldn't normally have otherwise
0: awesome that's great mm-hmm. that's awesome um and you know i'm a licensed pta so i kind of been mm-hmm. in that route before working with the geriatric home health acute care setting and things like that so that's pretty cool and i i think we'll dive in a little bit too um later on in regards to like what your future plans are yeah. um besides working here i mean if you want to stay here long term that'd be cool cool uh that's always the plan but um i know everybody has their own you know their own path and whatever mm-hmm. they want to do so and i know you've mentioned to me what you you know maybe want to do or programs and stuff we'll dive into that a little bit later um, but besides all that stuff that you got going on, you got school, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you got groups that you talk to, you, you know, coaching here now, uh, what do you like to do besides anything that has to do with like anything on the other spectrum of, uh, besides fitness, like you, what do you like to do?
1: Um, well, yeah, I, I am pretty busy right now. Um, just with school senior year and, um, I changed my major actually like this past year. So it's yeah. been a lot of work.
0: What was your major before? Um,
1: I so I was, I started out exercise science. Mm. Then I thought I wanted to do special education and then I realized, didn't want to, Teach in a classroom. Really mm-hmm. wanted to teach through fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, so switch back this past year.
0: Oh, really? And somehow yeah. I'm
1: graduating on time.
0: I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I know that's always like the thing. It's like I was 25 years old when I graduated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was um, a lot older than my peers. So, but you know, I didn't care. So, yeah. um, still had fun with it and learned a lot. Um, Belmont? Did you? Was that the same major when you went to yes. Belmont? Is it Belmont? Right? Mm-hmm. Belmont okay.
1: University. Yeah, mm-hmm. I started out there, exercise science. Um, but yeah, I mean. On my free time, you know, I'm usually helping out with my church. I also um, help with, like, the worship team. So I I like to sing on the side. Um, Very into music. and. um,
0: You want to sing us a tune right now?
1: Really don't. Oh, man. I
0: had to call her out. I had to call her out. Y'all know who I Y'all know how I am. I'm pretty, you know, real. I'll I'll ask the questions, you know. So um, if I could sing, I probably wouldn't do it either, Scholar. So it's all good. Don't worry about it. Um, So really cool stuff happening um, with into athletics Um, the best thing that has come obviously is sitting right in front of me Skylar is going to be helping out a lot Um, she is going to be a huge factor in in not only the the growth in into athletics but um, the growth to each individual that comes in here especially my youth athletes Um, and they already love her so they're already you know giving positive you know feedback and, and I love that you were, you're working really well, catching on really fast. So that's that's awesome. Um, so another cool thing is I already got Monday, Wednesday, Friday adult classes popping off right now. Um, I got an eight to nine class uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And um, Skylar's going to be coaching the Monday, Wednesday, Friday earlier sessions. Um, and I won't say this is in stone, but my pro- my thinking process is, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday from five 30 to six 30. Um, and then from six 45 to seven 45 and then that eight o'clock class is going to come in. Um, so I know you're excited about that. Cause I know you like working with adults. Um, how, what do you think you're going to bring into like onto the table with, for them? Like tell the audience that are listening, like, why should they be working with Skylar Hayes? Like in that morning, if Adrian is not here, uh, cause the people already know me, people know as I'm interject, whatever. Um, but what are you going to bring?
1: Um,
0: Tough question it is, yeah. I am. I am. <laughs>
1: um, well, I did tell Adrian that um, I'm interested in doing the early mornings. Um, that is definitely like a big availability for me as far as just my open times with school and everything. Um, but I am so excited to work with adults, um, and you know, women, men, geriatrics, like whatever population. Um, I hope I can bring that positive energy in the mornings. Um, just um, I feel like I'm pretty intense with my workouts and I hope I can bring that into whatever you're trying to get out of it as well. Um, I hope to just kind of bring that community aspect as well um, and make it just a big family here in the mornings and something that everyone looks forward to coming to and, um, just, a, a routine with everyone that wants to join. So
0: you already know how hard it is to get these adults at 530 AM hyped up. They're coming in, probably have a cup of coffee in their hand. I got my eight o'clock adults coming in with cups, cups of coffee in their hand. I'm, I'm like dying laughing as they're walking in. I'm like, what, what are you doing? You know, uh, you know, you mm-hmm. you know, you got five minutes before and you chugging down coffee. Uh, it, it is funny though, but, um, I think it's going to be, um, you know, something, uh, something special, mm-hmm. uh, seriously, like something special here because, um, you know, it does take a certain type of person, um, you know, to get when they have adults in here at 5:30. There's a lot of adults that are going through, you know, certain, you know, events or things in life right now, and it's hard to get here at 5:30. And I think one thing that uh, we want to and in, like ingrain in here is the fact that you know, we have to think about their bigger why. So, you know, we'll talk about that more. And there's been a, there's been a podcast episode where we talked about uh, their bigger why and asking, you know, the hard questions with these adults coming in because mm-hmm. um, early mornings are hard for them. You know, if they got kids and things like that, it gets even tougher. So, um, but I think you're going to be a good fit, you know, especially for, for those morning sessions. Um and for those who are listening, I want you to kind of uh be keeping an ear out or an eye out on social media in regards to uh when those classes start, uh the the, the specific time frames, because like I said, that those times are not set in stone. Um, but we will find out, you know, for sure. Um but but you know, how do you feel about I know you've shadowed more here with athletes like mm-hmm. the youth athletes. So how do you feel about that? Like, I know you getting a little bit more comfortable things mm-hmm. like that. So, um, after looking at the programs, now that you have access to them and you're looking through them, mm-hmm. um, I know you've went through a training facility before, you know, yes. cause you, mm-hmm. you know, you've must've trained. You wouldn't be playing D one <laughs> college mm-hmm. soccer. So, um, how does it differ from what, from you, what you went through? I mean, and it's mm-hmm. okay if it was the same, who cares, but, um, what's kind of intrigued you so far in regards to working out, you know, seeing the workouts here?
1: Um, I would say the structure is awesome here. You know, that's one of the big reasons why I did want to stop playing college soccer is just because I went from a very structured high school program to a very, I don't want to say very, but a more unstructured, program in college, which is kind of of leniency. Right. And you wouldn't think that, but you know, that was the case. And that's something that I really craved was structure, discipline. And, um, I really needed that. Um, so seeing into athletics, like that's one of the first things that I noticed was the structure and discipline, um, that came along with it. I mean, I see all the kids just going right into their programs without even having to say anything. So I think that's definitely something that differs from other programs Um, even, you know, when I was training for college soccer, I felt like, you know, it was, it was diverse every time I went in to train, but it was also very similar every time. And I feel like I wasn't really, um, you know, I wasn't getting that diversity every time. And although, you know, you have a formula to things and, um, you know, you have, the basics that you want them to get down. Like every single time you're looking at changing little things to um, keep them intrigued and um, make their plan as individualized as you can for them. And I think that's something that completely stands out from other programs. Um, You know, I don't think that they take into account as much um, as you do as far as just making their program programs as individualized as, you know. Yeah, and there's going to be
0: certain things that <clears throat> you see, then. I think we mentioned that in the past, like that you're going to see certain movements that are always going to be in there, mm-hmm. yeah, like yep. the lateral push steps, banded, the hip turns, the um, things like that, reactive jumps and stuff. But, you know, going back to like changing things on the fly, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm huge. I'm a huge advocate of changing things on the fly because I personally don't think that, um, there is such thing as a perfect program. And I, f- I feel like you have to change things on the fly based on one, how that athlete is doing that day. You know, did they get sleep? Did they eat? Did they, you know, are they hydrated? You know, a lot of factors play into that. So sometimes you have to change those things, uh, right away in the program. Um, <clears throat> but at, a, at another level too, is in the, on the field, on the court, um, it's never the same. You're never going right. to land perfect. Yeah, you're never, you're, you're going to have knee valgus. You're going to, when you land, you're going to push off one foot and you're going to have a lot of, um, no total foot contact on the floor or something like that. So, mm-hmm. and the sprint mechanics might not be over, always perfect. So, you know, changing in stimulus is my opinion. Um, it kind of helps these kids because they get a new stimulus every time they come in. Um, and it's okay too, if you have a program that you want to base it and, and keep it the same mm-hmm. two to three weeks, that's perfectly fine, especially to build a, I've a foundation, but I'm a huge advocate of changes, stimulus every single time you come in, um, whether that be reacting to you, reacting to the whistle, reacting to another athlete, um, you know, giving some light resistance to jumping and then, you know, contrasting it with not um, any weight in their hands to jump or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's another thing too, that kind of caught my eye in regards to like what, what you're, going to be able to do is you see those things. And, um, and that's, that's big. I mean, that's a big part of being a performance coach, strength coach, whatever you want to call us. Um, I prefer strength coach though, but (laughs) anyways, um, but you know, it's, you have to see those things Mm -hmm. and you have to see, um, you have to diversify their, their programs. You got to give them more movement variability in the, in the, in the training sessions. Um, I think it really carries over onto the court and the field and things like that. So, um, but yeah, absolutely. I I love that response. Um, so let's go back to, um, uh, kind of like your collegiate level sport. I want to mm-hmm. go back to like that psychosocial aspect right. part of that. Um, Cause I know a lot of kids listening um, have probably or are going to go through that same process. Yep. Like what was the big changing factor for you in regards to like, I'm definitely done with collegiate level sport mm-hmm. or soccer. Like what was the like w- aha moment? Like I'm done. Like,
1: um, so I- I would say, you know, my whole – my dream growing up was to play Division One soccer. And, you know, when I got that opportunity, I think I took it without taking into account, do I really want this for me? Is this actually what I want, or am I trying to please other people? Um, and I, obviously, you know, I'm a senior in high school. I don't think about those kind of things then. Um, so when I went to go play soccer at Belmont, you know, it was great. It was very intense. I would not say as at dances. Well, wait a minute. Were
0: you feeling that like in high school? Like were you what? feeling like that burnout slash? I don't know if this is for me. kind of No, feeling? absolutely not. You weren't feeling that. No, at
1: all? I was like, oh, I'm so ready to play soccer. So what would soccer. you?
0: What kind of advice I would cut you off? But of? what kind of advice would you give an athlete, male or female, if they're mm-hmm. feeling that right now in high school? Like if they're feeling like the soccer's causing them stress, mm-hmm. or any kind of sport is causing them stress, what would you? What would you advise them to do? Because you're going to run into this, right?
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I would say, you know, if you're in that position where you're debating on to play college, whatever, um, whether that be soccer, basketball, baseball, whatever sport you're playing right now, um, if you're feeling like that's a stressor in your life, you know, that's probably not a good thing. Um, you know, you should be really excited to go play this sport in college, um, you know, but with sports, it, you know, stress comes with it. So you got to take it into account like is it worth it? Um, for me at that time, it was, but there came a point where it wasn't. It was The stress was too much. Um, it was, you know, taking a toll on my mental health. I was, you know, going for long runs, intense runs after practice because I, I, my, I just couldn't handle like all the negativity on my body um, in my mind. So um, you have to kind of weigh out the intensity of the stressor.
0: Was it, were those people around you giving you that, giving you that negativity or was it more of like You feel like you weren't doing good enough, or you felt like.
1: Yeah, I think. And I know we're going off subject
0: a little bit, but Mm -hmm. this is this hits hard because there's going to be a lot of kids that can relate to that. So I want to talk about it Mm -hmm. if you can, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah. Um, No, I think it was definitely a little bit of both. Um, I felt like maybe I didn't have all the, the team wasn't really unified. I would say Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I really wasn't getting that support I needed from you know coaches. Mm -hmm. um, You know, Um, so I think. Kind of like the combined, you know, whether it was teammates and coaches, it was just, you know, it wasn't what I was looking for. It Mm -hmm. wasn't enough for me. And then I felt like I wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. So because I wasn't getting that support, um, I felt like I as a person wasn't enough. And that just, you know, it was playing a factor on my overall happiness and I had to cut it out.
0: Yeah. So did you just wake up one day and said, I'm done?
1: Yeah, honestly, it was. You know, I was back and forth about it for a long time. And then I think one day I woke up and I was like, no, I need to cut it out. It's time. So I'm not kidding. As soon as I walked out of their office and told them I'm done, a huge weight was lifted off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, if that's not the case, if you don't feel that huge weight lifted off, you know, maybe it's not the right decision for you, but yeah. I knew in that moment it definitely was.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately mm-hmm. to, it's not the only time you are going to feel that way, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that can be with a sport, a job, a relationship, friendship, whatever. Right. Um, and it's kind of one sure. of those things where it's just like it's going to go on forever. Yep. You know. So we're going to have to live with those decisions and just kind of move on. And, you know, I respect the fact that you, you, you know, you're moving on. Mm-hmm. You're happy now. You're doing your thing. You're, Absolutely. you're looking at other stuff to do for your future and your career. Getting ready to graduate college, which is a big deal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and I think sometimes, you know, when you're young and you're in high school, at times you don't think about that stuff. You just think of, I want to be the best, which is great. Don't get me wrong. You got that, that, that Mamba mentality, Mm -hmm. you know what (laughs) I mean? You're doing your thing, you know? So it's like, um, but at the same time, even if we can start at a younger age or or something, or they, you know, my athletes can start at a younger age, start really thinking, you know, what makes them happy? What do Mm -hmm. they want to do? Um, you know, if, if this is causing more stress than, than anything, Maybe you should just kind of cut it out. You can still lift weights. You don't have to come to me anymore. I mean, right. you know what I'm saying? And that's okay. what I tell my kids in here. It's like, um, don't don't make this, a, yeah, I want you, I want it to be sort of like a priority if you're trying to compete. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you come first, you know, your family, you know, God comes first. And, mm-hmm. um, and, in, and in my opinion, if you don't want to come in, just don't come in. You know what I mean? So it's not like, and I think that's going to be great about this schedule system too. It's like if you need a week off, you don't have to, text me yeah. or, you know, I can see that I'm going to check on you. Cause that's just kind of what we do here mm-hmm. is I check on every, I mean, I want to be totally honest with you. People have told me when you get bigger, you're not going to text everybody. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm, that's not going to be true in my case. Um, I'm going to try my best to try to check on everybody uh, that, that steps foot in here, adults included. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's huge, you know, and, and, you know, for, to have somebody that's going to be working alongside with these athletes, that's, been through that i think is going to be huge Mm -hmm. um and i think that's a lot of value within itself into into athletics so um so athletes if you're listening um those who are listening you know you can scholars and you coach here you know you can definitely you know ask her any questions that you have in regards to how you're feeling about your sport even in high school
1: definitely Um, i'd love to talk about it anytime yeah
0: yeah i love it that's Mm -hmm. awesome um and i know you got some future plans too we mentioned Mm -hmm. uh you mentioned to me you know, before you even really got hired, offered you the position, you said something about potentially going to the OTA program. You actually recently had an interview. Yes, tell I it, did. how'd that go?
1: It was good. Um, yeah, so I've been kind of back and forth about um, going in the OT direction and what I really wanted to do with the, with my next step. Um,
0: it sounds like another scenario so. you're going to be waking up thinking. <laughs> is this what I want to do? Am I to <laughs> no. be happy doing this? This is going to be, and this is exactly goes back to what I just literally said yeah. two seconds ago. You're going to absolutely get this same situation. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah, no. And it was really cool actually mentioning it to you because you've been through it with the PTA program. Yep. Um, so that's been awesome. But um, the interview went well. Um, I was thinking about applying to OT schools, but since I changed my major, <laughs> this year, I haven't haven't had all the time to do all the prereqs and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I thought the OTA program would be great to do, and then maybe a bridge program later to an OT program. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't know. I just love working with all populations with um, disabilities. So, and I think it's really cool how exercise kind of comes into play um, with how it can improve their overall quality of life. Um, so, and I love just. Also incorporating fitness into everything, um, so it's been really cool to kind of use this opportunity to learn more about how it just like plays into our everyday life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been great taking my knowledge that I learned in the classrooms and really putting into into play here. Um, so, but yeah, OTA interview went well. We'll hear back soon if I get in, um, mm-hmm. and we'll kind of go from there. But just kind of back and forth about it right now. Are you now.
0: hoping to get in? I mean, do you? I am hoping get in I get in. You? Yeah, you supposed
1: to hear back this week. So, um, I definitely want to get in to have that, you know, another opportunity. So, right. right. We'll see.
0: Yep. I kind of went into the PTA uh, program with the intentions of getting as much knowledge as I possibly can yeah. in the rehab industry mm-hmm. um, in order to take it to exactly where I'm at right now. So, like, my biggest advice would be make sure every move you make now is going to set you up for what you really want to do yep. 10 years from now. So, how old are you?
1: 21, almost you're, 22. You're, Holy 22 crap. Saturday. Holy
0: <laughs> I'm, I got 10 years on it, which I sound like an old man saying that, but it's really not old. But, um, but yeah, I was in that exact same scenario, you know, but actually in the same scenario, um, older though. So I graduated college, like, like I said, 25. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but yeah, so my, like I said, my advice would be make sure the step that you take, cause it's a lot of money. So PTA right. program was a lot of money. PT school is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. OT school is a lot of money. OTA, whatever. School in general is a lot of money. So, um, and old Sally Mae and the old fedloan.gov will come after you. So, <laughs> you know, you don't want to be paying those yep. things forever. So, it's true. Uh, but, but yeah, you know, and it, it's like, I don't know if I would be where I'm at right now if it was for the PTA program because a lot of people look at my background right. and they look at sports med undergrad and then they look at, um, mm-hmm you know, the PTA. So they look at that stuff and they're like, you know, Hey, um, but funny story that I never really told on here was I was actually in the respiratory therapy, respiratory Mm -hmm. therapy program at Jefferson college here at Roanoke. Um, and I was actually in my, my, uh, what is it? Orientation the day before, Um, like the next following week, like the classes started the next day or something. I can't remember. Um, but I got a phone call from admissions and they said, Hey, there's two spots open. And do you want a spot in a PTA program? So I immediately like dropped out of the respiratory program and went right into the PTA before class, like the day, I think I swear, I think it was the day before it started. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know what you would call that, (laughs) but I guess it was just kind of meant to be for me to do. Um, it was a rigorous program in my opinion. People Mm -hmm. think of PTA and it's like, oh, you're just an assistant. They'll look at an OTA and say, you're just an assistant. Mm -hmm. But I promise you, you'll spend so much time in that library more than you did in undergrad. I mean, it's fast paced. Um, but I think, you know, you'll do good. And, you know, if that's, you know, you decide you want to do that, um, but, again, going back to just making sure if you're going to spend that money, kids that are listening, people, make sure the next step you take is setting you up for what you want to do six, seven, eight, you know, ten years down the road. Yeah. Um, so and if you don't think it's going to set you up for where you want to be, then maybe you shouldn't do it. W- I don't want to say that. Well, I do, actually. Maybe you shouldn't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean there you go. Maybe you shouldn't do it. I'm <laughs> just going to say it. Uh, but, but, yeah, I mean, sometimes – People just venture out a different way. Like I would have never thought, honestly, that into athletics would have would have grown. Um, so I'm very blessed because of that, and and my people that has backed me up. And um, so, um, yeah, I would have never thought that. And now I'm PRN at home health, which I seldom really do anymore. Um, I miss it sometimes. I'm not gonna lie because I miss going into uh, my patients' homes and working with them, mm-hmm. you know, I can get kind of creative and use my background. So it is pretty cool, but I also can use that in here, um, more of an outpatient sort of setting, um, in, in the gym. So with my youth kids, with my one-on-one clients having shoulder hip issues and, um, obviously, you know, I always have references. I go to doctors and stuff like that if I need to ask questions, but, um, but yeah, that's awesome. Um, what if you don't get in? What if you get put on a waiting list? I'm, I'm asking that hard question. What are you going to do?
1: Well, um, I hope to work here more. Let's go. <laughs> um, also, just got body pump certified. <laughs> so, you know, I might do that on the side a little bit. Um, I don't know what I will do. I'm kind of banking on that right now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I've been kind of back and forth about even going to a master's program for exercise science. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know there's a lot of different options you can go to and like I never thought that was possible you know
0: um I think that's great about the fitness industry though I know like I think some, a lot so of people, you can be a coach in the gym or you can be like administrator of the yeah. gym, or you can be one of those in the lab researchers researchers that are like pushing info for coaches in the gym like yeah. you can be uh, so many different avenues I mean that's what I love about it too um, so many different attributes. So, I know so cool.
1: Um, cause you know, a lot of people think with exercise science, it's so limited, They're like, Oh, what are you going to do? Like be a trainer? Like that's the only thing that they think you can do. And there's so many different possibilities with that. So if you're thinking about doing that in college, a lot of good opportunities there. Oh
0: yeah. I, I totally so, agree. Same thing with the therapy world too. I yeah. mean, same thing. Um, although there are some insurance changes that have been going on. So kind of limiting some, um, Uh, skilled nursing facilities and Mm. outpatients and home health agencies and things like that that's kind of hurt OTA and PTAs Um, I don't know the logistics of all that and the numbers but I do know for some it kind of it kind of hurt hours and things but it is what it is it's kind of the way it goes Um, but I always fell back into what my primary goal was and that was to be a a business owner of a a small gym or however big I can grow this gym so um, I always refer back to that and I was never going to you know, stop until I got there. So yeah. I know it's corny as hell, but still, <laughs> um, it's, it's that's awesome. what I love to do. Um, but I love the fact that you're on board with us. Um, before we wrap up this episode, though, I do want to ask you, do you have any questions for me? Like any, what, what, anything you got for me, I'll, I'll answer the best well, I can anyway.
1: Yeah. And I think you kind of answered this a little bit for me before, but um, kind of just what your expectations are for me and maybe just like where you see me um, in the future with your business, also like just what kind of em- employer you're looking for Yeah, in general.
0: It's a good question. So I think the biggest thing when you talk about expectations and I think I've texted to this to you before mm-hmm. is honestly just show up. Yeah, um, I'm a huge believer in, you know, being careful what comes out of your mouth. So be careful what comes out of your mouth, because especially if you're talking to me, um, even with my kids, even with my athletes in here and, and, and adults, if you tell me something, I'm going to take it and I'm going to take it to heart. Like if you tell me you're going to be somewhere, if you tell me you're coming, I know mm-hmm. something's happened. happen. I get that. Um, but honestly, my big thing is just showing up. So, you know, my expectations is um, showing up, try to match my passion. I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, you can see that. Um, but you know, try to match that. And and it's, I'm not saying be like me. Um, I'm saying be better than me if you can and come in here and, and, and give it all you got. Um, you know, I've had mentors throughout this process of owning my gym, Um, And and they've always talked to me. They've always said, you know, I don't care about what certification you have. You're passionate about what you do. You're willing to dig into the research. Um, You work good with people. And it's almost like um, that's what I was looking for too. So I'm really not really into what sort of certifications you really have. But um, how do these people view you when you walk in Mm -hmm. or when they walk in? You know, are they happy to see Skylar? Are they happy to see my employee? You know, um, and, and that's what I want. Because, you know, if you can be personable, you can change an adult's life, a kid's life, way faster than you could than being, just being a hard-ass coach, you know? Right. Just, just do this, do that you know, um, and, it, and it's hard, you know, it really is. But um yeah, those are my expectations. I mean, as far as your role in this business, you already know. I mean, we've talked about that as far as implementing programs. Um, and we're going to dive in a little bit today after the episode. I'm um, talking about programming, um, how to program, and I'm going to give you the autonomy to be able to um, make your own programs, you know. So, I mean, I'm not the all and be all as far as the programming is concerned i always bounce ideas from people that i know and you can do the same thing so if you feel like something's going to work better for your audience or for your for the clients that come in here in the morning classes or athletes and you're going to do that's Mm -hmm. totally fine you can do that um and i think in the fitness industry we all we can all agree to if you're a fitness coach um You always got to ask your question, like, why are you doing a certain movement? Why are you having them do this? So if you can answer that and you can answer it honestly and there's a good, valid, reasonable explanation for why you're doing what you're doing, then you can do that. And another thing, too, is like passing the logic test. Does it make sense? Like what you're doing, does it make sense? Um, We are in the lab every single day. So this is we are in the lab, like doing experiments, working with certain things, throwing programs in there, um, you know, certain exercises to see if it works for a certain amount of time. So, um, and I think you're going to catch on really fast with that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Um, and, you know, some advice on top of that is make sure you're reading up on your research. Um, and, you know, you don't have to think of it so much about like digging in your textbook so much because mm-hmm. I look, I think back and I'm like, my textbooks are just so far behind right. in time um, so I read a lot of, um, social media, like influencers and things like Dr. John Russin, um, and, and things like that. And then I always refer back to my buddy, Dr. Steinberger, who's a doctorate of physical therapy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, he, we talk about movement analysis and things like that. So, um, future wise though, girl, I mean, depending on how you like it, I mean, I'm, I want, I want you to stay. I mean, I want you to come in um, we'll see how the first month goes. First mm-hmm. two months, see if you get into this OTA program. um, My goal is to be, my goal has always been to be a coach to everyone that I'm around, if I can possibly do that, be a leader. So, if I can support you in any way as far as helping you get into something or whatever, then I'm going to do it because one, I've had it done for me, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like um, I'm here to pay it forward if I possibly can. Um, In in my eyes, it used to be a lot about competition, you know, it used to be about competition. I wanted to be the best one, which I still do, but I'm not worried about what somebody else is doing. You know, unless mm-hmm. it can help me or my athletes out, you know. Um, but future-wise, I hope to goodness that, you know, this this pops off a couple months from now. You enjoy it. Um, I'd love to seek somebody to really take care of more of the administration part of this um, and allow me, my passion is to coach. Um, and if somebody else has a passion to coach slash do some administration work, then absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, we can do that. Um, and... I know we talked about a bigger location and um, I'm going to actually show you that big location after we finish this episode. Uh, so you're going to take a look mm-hmm. at it to see what the future of into athletics is going to look like. So those that are listening, um, I am in the process of, uh, of getting a bigger location. So right now I'm at like 1800 square foot and um, I'm hoping to goodness um, this spot's going to be like 45, 4,600 square foot. So it's going to be bigger. Um, and you know, as, as corny as it say, it sounds, I'm doing it for, my, I'm doing it for the kids. I'm mm-hmm. doing it for the adults that want to come in here. I'm doing it for the, um, the future coaches that are in here. I'm doing it for you. If you want to come in here and stay on there, my, you know, obviously myself, but, um, as well, but you know, that's, that's, the, you know, big picture wise, you know, where I see the future and, um, and yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited awesome. to have you on board. Yeah. I'm really pumped. Um, although <laughs> I will say this, <laughs> um, you might have, I know you like countries. I, I know you like, like country, like, Scholar. Yep. There's only a select few in here to like that country girl. <laughs> you, you might have to uh, hold off on that Morgan Wallen every now and then. But uh, <laughs> I'm Wallen. just kidding. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, uh, kids that are listening, you know, adults that are listening. Uh, again, thank you for welcoming uh, Scholar, Coach Scholar, and into into athletics um i promise you that i wouldn't you know have i've hired if, I've, if i would have thought it would have been any sort of risk to your your kids and things like that And mm-hmm. we've talked about that and uh you know, i think you're gonna learn fast you're gonna like it you're gonna like the next couple months hopefully you know you enjoy it a lot so yeah. um, any other Was questions you, for me
1: no i don't think so thank you for those kind words and thank you for everyone too for welcoming me and it's been great just to get to know you and your kids and just have those small Had a lot conversations. of love on that social
0: you know? Had a lot of love on that social. Is that that Salemite in you? Yeah, that's, that? that's true.
1: I guess. <laughs>
0: oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Um, we're going to be uh, dropping some uh, in a couple weeks, or hopefully in a week. Actually, we're going to be dropping those uh, those set times for those adult classes in the morning. So be on the lookout for those again. Um, and uh, yeah, we will catch you next episode. Don't I only do
1: this for the call